Good afternoon on this October the 14th, 2020. With everything that's going on, let me start by saying this. This is not something that should be played in the presence of children. Because as anyone who knows me would know that I don't use profanity. Especially not in public. But at this moment, at this particular time of day for... What I'm continually hearing from people who look black, sound black, but probably ain't. Well, I just want to say that I am so pissed off. I get tired of the stupidity, the ignorance, the arrogance, the... The unapologetically unwillingness to learn, understand, and research things rather than retalking the same talking points that were given to you and it sounded good. So therefore you, you take it about, go for it with it and teach it to somebody else not having a clue and what it really means. But that's where we are because many people don't read. And it's a shame that they say our people don't read. As the old saying goes, if you want to hide something from black folks, put it in a book. And that's a damn shame. But this clown on YouTube that somehow came up on my timeline as I was watching one of the Philip Scott videos from African Diaspora. And um, I wish, he would, I wish this guy would have not come across my YouTube timeline as it was set to autoplay. And at the time, I was busy doing some documents with something else, dealing with business, and just letting this play as I normally do on any given day in my office. But take a listen, and maybe you can see why I'm upset. All right, y'all, so I'm back. We up here registering people to vote. And I got my brother, man. I've known him for a long time. Love this dude to death, man. He's a really good dude, right? So I say, hey, bro, you got you registered to vote this year? And he's like, yeah, I'm voting. I say, who you voting for? He was like, you already know. I'm like, Trump? He's like, hell no. Hell no. I'm like, bro, are you serious? So he's asking me. He said, Cash, why? Why vote for Trump? Okay, before we get into it, because I'm going to break it down to you. Why are you voting for Biden? I think you're a better person. Let me stop right there, because I'm going to play this as if he's asking me, why am I voting for Biden, or rather voted for Biden, as of two days ago, which was my first time in the history of my life and time of walking this earth, have I've ever decided that I'm going to go ahead and vote, and I did it by mail-in ballot. Yes, this election was the first time that I, Stephen D. Lyles, have ever voted. And I've never been one to get too into in much in politics. I watch from afar. And to me, it's always been nothing but a show. Because I understand a little bit of the game. So if you're not going to play any game, you sit on the sidelines and watch. And that's what I've done most of my life. But something in me just drove me to be a participant this time. This time seems different. This time seems like a lot is at stake. Now, I truly believe that. God 
Almighty works out any and all things for the betterment of his glory and for his kingdom to come. So no matter what happens, I truly will trust God in all things, whether things I understand or things that I don't. Now, with that said, why am I voting for Biden? Why did I vote for Biden? It certainly wasn't uh, 47 years of service that he's done. And um, being that there's not been anything so great to the black community, a lot of people go about with this crime bill. Last I researched that, that crime bill came about, yes, and it was at a time that a lot of black leaders was crying out for the politicians to come up with some type of strategic bill in order to try to reduce the crime that was paralyzing the neighborhood, the black communities at the time. And not only did they come up with this crime bill, which is an injustice against black people and people of color, but it was the fact that the black leaders were the ones who signed off on it. They thought it was a great deal. They are the clowns, along with, and it doesn't, it doesn't take Joe Biden off the hook. To me, Joe Biden is nobody who I would rave about for any particular reason other than he seems sympathetic to being able to maybe have a change of heart. And whether he does or not, I don't know. I really couldn't give a shit, to be honest. But this is why I voted for Biden. So let me answer the answer. Let me give you that answer. When it comes to the Supreme Court, and you've already seen what Trump has done with the court system, filling all the seats. Now, the only way that, don't the only way as it stands now, if that sits as is, that means we're really going to be stuck on stupid when we realize that even the Supreme Court, we will not be able to get justice when a lot of these so-called incident of shooting unarmed black men and all types of other injustices that are done to us is not dealt with correctly at a state level. Now that you have to go through a federal level and take it all the way up to the Supreme Court, what happens when you got a lot of racists holding them seats in the Supreme Court as you do now? I shouldn't have to explain much more to you. So one thing that Joe Biden did make a guarantee on is that he will fill the Supreme Court with seats with people like us, brown people and black people. To me, that is the most important thing that Joe Biden can bring right now at this particular time of day is to, yes, pack the Supreme Court, expand it, fill it with people of color in order that we may be able to get a fair share and a fair shake in the system. If not, every civil rights that you think you have will be stripped away. So... That's the main reason I voted for Biden. Other reasons, too. Um, police brutality. Holding police accountable. He has a lot of good ideas um, to bring um, to foresight a lot of the illegalities of policing. And to take steps to hold people accountable. Now, that um, immunity situation... Um, whether or not he's going to get rid of that, that's going to be an issue that is going to have to be debated and fought for over the course of his four years. That's if he's able to serve a whole four years. And thirdly, I would say that he 
has already put on record that he looks at himself as a transitional president. So with that being said, he understands that the buck doesn't stop with him. There's going to be a movement, a movement to reshape this country in a way that has never been shaped before. So that's why I'm voting for Biden. Go ahead, bro. Why? Because what's going on now in the situation with Trump? What Trump situation? What's going on now? Shit just fucked up. I believe he could come in and do a, do a better job. You really do? I believe. What has he done? You know he's been in politics 47 years. What has he done in 47 years? What has he done in 47 years? I'm not. Like what? See, this is why people make me angry when I see stuff like this. Because it's like that I got to defend Joe Biden, who I couldn't give a shit about. And to ask me, because I'm, I'm looking at it like he's asking me. I can tell you what Joe Biden hasn't done in 47 years, been a pathological fucking liar. I know that Biden, in 47 years of politics, has only been a racist, said racist things about you and me, personally, as black people, and made a bill to incarcerate black people. With bill so let me get this straight. Even if everything you said is true, that takes away all the racism that Trump has showed over the years. And I'm not talking about just, um, I'm not going to cherry pick like with uh, Central Park 5, we know about that. We know about the landlord scandal. We know about the shithole comments. We, we, we know. But to understand that you're telling me Joe Biden's a racist when Trump is the trophy boy to all white supremacist racist, racist groups today. So you're going to compare the it's it's outrageously stupid to use that as a disqualifying and here I'm saying it should automatically disqualify you but this is where we're at this is where we are in this fucked up country because a fucked up system that we let go on too fucking long go ahead boy what you got to say now Bill Clinton the crime bill look it up the man just said you ain't black unless you vote for him Alright? He also said he didn't want his children going to school in a racial jungle. Did he say that about 30 plus years ago? Maybe not in them terms. Maybe something like that. So, are we sitting here, are we going to go 30 something years back, or are we going to deal with where the man stands today? Get a grip, motherfucker. Didn't want integration. He was for segregation. Also, not only that, he also said that poor kids can be just as bright and just as intelligent as white kids. Meaning that black, brown, red, yellow are poor. When he thinks poor, he doesn't think white at all. He's thinking about you and me. The dude ain't did nothing but hurt black people. And then his running mate, Kamala Harris, she's got a career of locking up black people. A career. Now, let's move over to Trump. You asking why I'm going for... No, let's stay to Kamala Harris. Again, somebody else that I don't care about. But here I am defending it. 
she has a career of locking up black people. Has she only locked up black people, you fucking idiot? Or is California filled with many races of people who were locked up under her prosecution? Yes or no? You should be able to answer that with a just 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 a half a brain. Again, wasn't Kamala Harris the one who helped helped put up a lot of programs to keep people from being returnees to give people who was coming out of prisons um, a better way of life and offering up programs to help them from not come, from not returning, from not ending up in that cycle. I mean, I'm not going to get into details right now because this is not the this is not the time to do it. We could do that another time, but overall. Yes, Kamala Harris have, has done some things for the black community, even though it's not put out there like that, because there you go. Let's use the word that everybody loves to use today, the narrative. That is not the narrative. Being that she's in a position that she is right now, they're not going to allow you to know all that. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to put all that out. And um, the media, that's something you have to go and search for. Stop listening to what other people say, say and go and search people records for yourself. Because I could search anybody record and find fault in it. Because everybody is faulty in this world. But if you're only going to point out the negatives and not put out the whole picture when there's both negative and positive, then you're doing a disservice and you're spreading misinformation. So to say that Kamala Harris locked up a lot of black folks, maybe a lot of black folks was committing fucking crime at the time. You ever think about that? For Trump. Before Trump was the president, did not everybody love him? In their music videos, rap videos, all the magazines, he got awards from black communities in the NAACP. Everybody loved him. But then when he came to president, they said he's a racist. Before Trump became president, everybody loved him. All the black folks loved him. Yeah, they, he was in rap videos. Rappers had his name in his mouth. Oh, if, rap, if, if, if a couple rappers say his name, then you know the black folks love him. Get a grip, dumbass. Wasn't it the Central Park 5 situation well before he became president? Wasn't the landlord discriminating against black folks? And his apartment building in New York City way way before he became president. Man, what are you talking about? Who 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 put this shit in your head? Why? I'm gonna tell you why. Because when he came into politics, he started what he said, drain the swamp. He started taking out all the not just politicians, the evil, corrupt politicians. Now, I don't even know how to respond to this. Uh I expect that I can expect this from a toothless, toothless white trailer park trash down in uh, Alabama trails from wherever. But when it's coming from your own, it's 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 not hard to defend. It's hard to respond to because the absurdity and the it's so. I mean, the irony, Trump said he was going to get rid of the Trump is nothing but corruption. We've seen this day in, day out. He is about nothing but corruption. And any and drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. So you drain the swamp and fill it with a bunch of white racist people led by the likes of Stephen Miller? Uh, uh, bro, 
I, I, it's hard for me to continue listening to this. But go ahead. I'm going to let you talk. Fired him, took him out, made him go away, and put in his people. Did you notice since he's been president, un, the, the economy has been better than it ever been. Unemployment at an all-time low. More jobs created than ever before. He stopped making pe- making us an uh, uh, importer and made us an exporter. To me, that means we make more money. People talk about... Dude, Trump came in to one of the best growing economies that any other president has have had before. Uh, economy that had to be put back on its wheels by Obama with the bailouts. He came into a economy that was skyrocketing. And all he had to do was maintain it and not fuck it up. But he couldn't keep from doing that. So don't tell me no shit about Donald Trump and the economy and creating jobs. You talking about he made us an exporter instead of an importer, all this bullshit. The fucking China trade tariffs have backfired on the U.S. It's destroying the farming community. Where the fuck do you get your information from? Go here, bro. That he wanted to build over there in Mexico? Do you know why he wanted to build the wall? And remember they said that he was racist because he said that, that my brothers and sisters is Mexican is murderers and rapists and stuff, right? That's not what he said. If you listen to the clip, he said... No, that is what he said, but go ahead. He said that the MS-13, the gang, are rapists and murderers, not Mexicans. Not Mexicans. But they twisted that to make everybody around us... No, he said that they sent, a, they sent us their worst, meaning that any and everybody that was coming over the border from Mexico... He's saying that Mexi- the Mexican government was only purposely sending the worst Mexicans over here in order to destroy the country and do all the things that Donald Trump claimed he was doing. That's exactly what he said, dumb motherfucker. Just believe that he's a racist, okay? Then they say, make America great again. What does he mean? When was America great? When you talk about make America great again, what he means is make America, like what I just said, an exporter again. Have just... Oh, that's what he meant. It's funny that I've never heard him say that. But all of a sudden, with all the rhetoric and propaganda that this president has been spreading that, all along, this is what he meant by make America great again. Okay, Chief, continue. Jobs again. Have people believe in the American dream again, that they want to come to this country and they know that they're going to make it. Had nothing to do with race. Oh, if people want to come to this country and believe they can make it. <laughs> well, I think that Stephen Miller will have a lot to say about that. But not even, I mean, we don't have to stop at the Muslim ban. We can stop at uh, a lot of the new policies they want, want, they've they been trying to put in place for the longest now since they've been in office to change the scope of things to... Uh, the what what you call it? Uh, I forget the it's a certain kind of test that um, is structured to see if you if you fit it, then you're able to come over here. If you pass this, you know you pass this, you pass that, and all types of tests. But um, the qualifications that they wanted to change would have been based off um, your wealth, meaning that if you weren't extremely wealthy, then they don't really want you over here. Well, if you're extremely wealthy in the first place, you could pretty much go anywhere you want in this world. I mean, that's kind of the way it works. So, you know, your argument is kind of shot down. It makes no sense. But go ahead. We listening. All right. 
Not only that, the man gave funding for the next 10 years. This has never been done for historic black colleges and universities, the HBCUs. Barack Obama didn't even do that. He did prison reform, meaning which directly affects us. Hold on. Before we go into the prison reform, let's look at the HBCUs. So you're telling me that for decades upon decades that all these white colleges who get who's been who have been getting billions upon billions of dollars and is the reason for them being where they are today that now this administration throw a couple million here and there at a couple colleges and now you're ecstatic and you're jumping up and down like a bunch of buck dancers saying that Oh, this president cares about me because look what he done. He's throwing a couple dollars our way. A few crumbs from the table. <laughs> Man, talk about the slave mentality. Go ahead, bro. What you talking about? You said something about prison reform. What's that? Affects us as black people because we fill up the prisons. You feel me? He said, if you're a nonviolent offender and it's just like drugs or something, you ain't kill nobody or pull a gun on nobody, you get to come. You can come home, man. There's programs set in place for you to be able to come home. He did everything he could to show by his actions that he ain't a racist and a damn good president. For one, let's go. Before I get to the end of that, the, um, the prison reform, that was a step in the right direction. A lot, a lot of things need to change, but that was the token. Every administration since I've been alive in this world, they have that one token policy that they do for black people, for black people to say, hey, they really do love us. And that was y'all token. And that is all y'all going to get, so be happy with it. And then he said, this guy showed by that one token act that he's not a racist. Despite all the other racist things and rhetoric and propaganda that he continues to spread to this very day. And that he's a damn good president. He's the worst president in the fucking history of the country. Bro, what are you talking about? Go ahead. You're getting me tired. He did all that. Yet, we still running around here, the people that only watch the news, we're saying, hell no, we voting for Biden because Biden was with Obama, or Biden did so much great, but nobody can tell you none of the great that he did. But they can pull up every single thing that he's done to the black community. Specifically, Hillary Clinton called us super predators. Matter of fact, if the man isn't, if the man isn't a racist, why did he speak at the KKK members' eulogy and said that he was his uh, hero or inspiration or whatever? So what? Yeah, it was some. It was one of his counterparts that he worked with on a few bills back in the '80s, as I remember. And um, this is the thing, Chief. I really don't give a shit about Biden's past because I'm not living back in the '80s right now. I'm living in the world too, of 2020, where a lot of shit has changed. And like I said, if a man could change his ways, because if, if you want to talk about past. If I, if I was judged on my past, I ain't got to go back 20 years. We go back maybe just four years. And people won't look at me at the, in the same light that they do now. So people change as you get older. You change your ways, you change your minds, the world around you changes. And some people grow in a positive in a way with that. Some people backtrack or, you know, move in the wrong direction like, Donald Trump, and they never get better at anything. They they never become empathetic. They never have sympathy. I mean, you you you've got on the other hand, a Joe Biden, who, like I said, I I I don't like defending any of these people, but at least there's 
wiggle room for comp compromising. You understand? With Kamala Harris, who likely is going to take over the presidency anyway, there's wiggle room for compromising. With this that you have, with this administration that you have, there's no room for compromising when black folks come to the table. They've shown you that a million times over. They're, you're the last thing on the list that they're even worried about, even if you're, that's if you're even on their list at all. White supremacy today, as the FBI and CIA have come out with reports that it's the biggest threat to America, domestic terrorism. Here you got a president who, in all sorts of ways, support white supremacy. So look at look at the attempted um, kidnapping of the Michigan governor just last week. He didn't come out and denounce that. He don't denounce the Proud Boys. He don't denounce any of these people. Instead of denouncing it as a president would and show how against and how appalled you are by such, he attacks the governor, <laughs> the victim themselves. The only super predator I know is Trump. That's in politics. But go ahead. Let's see how much more of this I could take. But why does he deserve your vote? And not the man who's actually showing you that he cares about you. The president that's done more for the hood, black community, Hispanic community, than any other president since Lincoln. And listen to what he just said. Has done more for the hood than any other president since Lincoln. My neighborhood still looked the same today as it did four years ago. I don't see a change. Have you seen a change in your community because of Donald Trump made it a hundred times better? Please let me know. Share. Because <laughs> I might be up to move there, especially if he becomes president again. Man, this dumbass. Oh, goodness. Have done more for the... He didn't do a fucking thing because my life hasn't changed under him. My life hasn't changed for the better under him. He's done nothing to benefit me. For the black community, if you don't get off this tokenism, people throwing you a bunch of crumbs, it, it, it shows why they think the way they think about you. You understand me? Sorry about that. Tell me, why would you know me, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm a hood nigga. You know me. So why would I be telling you that? Bill Clinton is the one that did that, that, that crime bill, but they pushed it. Exactly. He knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. He been bringing them back. And that's what they did. All right, are we going to stay on this Bill Clinton who ain't running for office, this Hillary Clinton shit who ain't running for office? We're going to stick to Joe Biden today. We're going to. Um, just focus on the Joe Biden of 20, 30, 40 years ago. Because if we're going to do that, then we need to do that with every cat candidate. And that's pretty much going to get you nowhere because then you don't know where a person stands. Why not talk about the policies that each person has on the table that applies to the black community, that will help the black community, will help us stay safer, will bring down some of these racial, racial tensions. That's where you start to look at. So let me hear. Listen to this. Let's hear. Been getting the black vote. You know, Lyndon B. Johnson said that I'm going to have these niggas 
voting Democrat for the next 200 years. And we do, blindly. Latinos and blacks, we vote Democrat blind as hell. Don't even know why we do. We just do. Did you know that the black people are the ones that started the Republican Party? We were Republicans. They crippled us with welfare. Section 8. They kicked us out the homes, bro. Made the woman look at you and be like, I don't need you. I'll go get, I'll take care of, uh, by the state. I'll go get food stamps. Which led you to be upset. Me to be upset. Go out and sell drugs because we're trying to prove to our family that we can provide even though they ain't giving us no jobs. Then we get locked up under that crime bill. And then we're locked up and we're stuck there. That was under Biden. <laughs> that was under Biden. That was a bipartisan movement between Democrats and Republicans. So don't try to pit it all on one man. I don't care somebody said I, I wrote the damn bill. That was a bipartisan move on both Democrat and Republicans. So let's get past that. Listen, bro, I can't I can't live I can't live thirty, forty years ago what went on then. I, I if I if I keep looking at life like that, I can't move forward. You understand me? I got to know where you stand today. I can't keep looking at the past every moment that I'm trying to move forward. Tell me what's going on now with policy making. Can you tell me about policies that are on the table for each party so that we can make informed decisions? You trying to get me to make an informed decision off somebody's past history about decades and decades ago and how they figured things then? How they thought about things then? How's that going to help me today? Come on, man. You got to get a grip. You got to get a hold of yourself. All of us are American, and that's how he looks at us, is as Americans. Not as niggas. Not as black. Not as none of that. That's why he said what he said. He said, look, what do you got to lose? You've been voting the same way. You've been voting for these people for how long? And look it. So what do you really got to lose? Give me a chance. And he's shown you. Yeah, he's showing you what you have to lose because now you lost a lot. You lost a lot of jobs. You lost any type of peace that there was between the with the racial intensity that's going on today versus what it was maybe years years and years ago. Yeah, you lost a lot. What do you have to lose? You you boarded more corruption into the White House that have ever been boarded before and thrown right in your face. You've lost. A pretty good amount of any and everything. Your, your, your economy is shattered. The entire country is in chaos. So I would say that you lost a pretty pretty good deal of a lot. And uh, uh, this, we voted Democratic, so we're, this is where we are. Not much has changed. So let's go, let's, let's go. Take our vote away from the hidden races and let's align ourselves with the outspoken races. That makes a lot of fucking sense now, don't it? This is what you do. You vote Democrat. People that there's a possibility, I would say possibility, that there can be compromises made over these next four years. Even in the next two years if they want to stay in the Senate. Or excuse me, if they want to hold on to the House. So now you apply the pressure to them. If you want to remain in power, this is what we're going to need from you. While in the meantime, 
building up a new independent party that represents you and you more so than anybody else. I don't understand why that is not so understandable. And by bringing and constructing a new party, new independent party, it's not going to happen overnight. This is going to be years in the making. But you start now. But you bend your will. You make the Democrats bend to your will once you put them in power. We've put you in power. Now you have the White House, the Senate, and the House. If you want to keep all three, you're going to have to bend to our knees. If you don't, then we're going to hand power right back over. So that is the pressure that you apply once you put them in office. I know the history. We're not we're not talking about history right now. We're talking about the power that we have in our hand today. Either they bend to our will for the next two years or we begin deconstructing the Democratic Party and take them out of power again. And only thing you're going to get is a, a lot more of the same. So it's not like you're going to get so much more from one party over the other. Democrats are pretty much only offer you probably a, a, a piece, a slice of pie. When the Republicans are pretty much just offering you a smell of it. And um, that's probably the biggest difference between the two parties. But this is what I'm telling you. That you, with with all honesty, I can't even say that I, I, I fully feel where, I fully feel that if you do this, that it will happen this way. I'm saying that this is your best case scenario. And this is your best strategic move that you make. Yes, we handed you power. This is what we need. You have two years to get done what you can't get done in two years, or we're going to start taking away that power. We're not going to vote you back and allow you to keep the House. And two years after that, you'll lose the White House along with the Senate. So let it be up to them whether they want to hold on to their power or not. And if so, they know that they got to start to play ball and they got to start to be real with us and do what we need and stop the bullshitting that's been going on for hundreds of years. And all this bickering about who started the Republican Party, who started the Democrat, I couldn't give a shit about that. I care about where it stands as of today. So I'm just leaving you with that because I can't take no more of this guy because he, he he's already took me away from my work took me away from things that I'm supposed to be doing so this I just had to get off my chest and ah let me just say I hope you have a good evening I hope you had a good night and I hope you also pray before you sleep and pray when you wake and pray when you walk because at this point in time we need God and without the Lord without knowing the Lord and drawing closer to the Lord there's really no hope that is the only true hope for all men men as one creation and men as individuals, meaning men and women. So without God, there is no hope. And you don't lean towards party more than you lean towards God. If one party is bringing policies or structuring things that are ungodlike, then you move away from that. And when we talk about Roe versus Wade and abortion, I think that's something that I'll speak about tomorrow. And because this, I want to bring scripture into place and I want to bring a lot of things. I want to get people to understand a lot more than I could say today. So I think that's what I'll do tomorrow. So we'll do um, Roe vs. Wade and how a Christian should look at it versus uh unbeliever. So look forward to that. Other than that, 
I hope y'all stay safe and be safe. Bye. I'm out.